This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. James has been in Miami. I have. I learned a new... Uh, a new name for non-gays fruit flies what does that mean it's because they like hang around fruit i guess what's the fruit i'm the fruit i'm just kind of indifferent to to it really but um... great welcome to a gay and a fruit fly (laughs) welcome to a gay and a non-gay so yeah welcome to a gay and a fruit non-gay Again, a, f- a non gay fruit fly <laughs> with Chappie, the gay relationship app for gay men. So, yeah, what went down? How many blokes? Like to the nearest uh, round number. That is incredibly <laughs> rude. But the answer is what? Is that you've got the calculator app? <laughs> Go away. I was on my phone trying to ignore you. I wasn't going on the calculator app. Why do you want to know about what happened been, while I was on holiday? That's what people do. It's like a polite thing to do when people come back from holiday. What? Ask yeah. them how many men they've had sex with. Well, that's certainly not, not something that most people ask people in the office, is it, when they get back off their holidays? Welcome back from Tenerife, Jean. Well, how many blocks you sleep with? Fine, ask you about something else. Ask you about the yoga. Yes, how ask many, you about the yoga. How many downward dogs did you do? Oh, Dan. Here's something that happened quite a lot. Everyone in America is obviously very into their politics. And a lot of the gay people I was hanging out with, in fact, I don't think I really actually even spoke to a non-gay person. I didn't really have a a non-gay conversation. Everyone I was with was gay. Right. And they're very political. Yeah. And I met a gay Republican. Yeah. And we were chatting in a bar and all my friends are like, he's a Trump voter. And then are immediately hating on this guy. And this big row kicks off and... What do you mean a big row kicks off? Basically, the conversation ended up being about Brexit and leave and remain. And I think we're quite different. I think their political system is very much Republican or Democrat. Yeah. You're one side of that. That isn't actually true, because if it was true, then elections would be the same every time. So there are some swing voters, but and probably generalizing, and I shouldn't be, but my friend definitely needs more compassion and more empathy for why someone would vote for such an idiot. Yeah, I agree. And because they don't have that, and because they just immediately get shouty and shoot that person down yeah. and tell them they're an idiot, they lose their argument. I agree. And so that kept happening. Um, and the same with Remain and Leave. I try and have as much empathy as I can for people that voted Leave or Remain because I want to understand it from all angles and I want to understand why someone would vote either way because I think that's the only way we can move forwards. And it just upsets me that they get so, or my friend in particular maybe, is so aggressively his point of view that everyone else is an asshole. And I think that's really wrong, and it really upsets me. I had a similar situation. I was doing another podcast <laughs> with somebody else, and he kept saying that there's no excuse for voting Republican or for Trump because it's just ignorance and you should always educate yourself and there was no excuse 
and I disagreed with that. And uh, he got taken to town by somebody very clever who we had on the podcast who pointed out that there's all sorts of reasons why people in America in particular feel so disheartened and downtrodden and whatever that they vote for Trump. I think this is it. Like... The enemy is not someone that voted for him. The enemy is him and yeah. how he's abused his celebrity yeah. and power and the press to elevate himself to the highest office yeah. in the world. That's the enemy. So if you're a Democrat, you should stop yourself and go, why did they do that? Like, how did they fall for that person's bullshit? Yeah. And try and help them through that rather than just telling them that they're, a that moron. they're an arsehole or yeah. that they're a moron. Like, anyway, my friend kept doing that all the time and it just, he's done it forever and it just drives me mad. I try and understand him as well. And I, yeah. so I therefore kind of think this is the, this is the reason I'm more uh, understanding. And I, I wonder if it's because our political system isn't so left or right. I've had a lot of conversations with people where I've heard people say, oh, X person voted for Brexit and therefore X person is, we're going to mug off X person and not speak to X person again, which I, to me, is is insane. I have a good, really good friend who voted Brexit and is a member of the Conservative Party when we, we don't really agree on a lot, but we're really good mates. He uh, doesn't hide it at all. I mean, he's as posh as the day's long, so it's pretty obvious that he's... posh as the day's long. Yeah, and he does, I mean, he sounds like that. He probably He's probably mates with your mate Champagne Edwards. There'll be regular listeners of this podcast who are Trump supporters. Do you think so? Yeah, there will be. Absolutely. And I w- I'd love for you to get in touch if you are. And, you I are. Know, and I know there'll be people that voted leave that listen. Absolutely, yeah. And that doesn't make those people terrible people. And it doesn't make you a good person if you voted Remain or you voted for Hillary. No. Even worse, there'll be people that listen to this who don't vote. And they're the kind of people that I don't want to listen to this podcast. Shade. Are you looking to find your next relationship or know any single gay guys who are looking for something new? Hello. Chappie is the online dating app for guys to connect, chat and build relationships. Chappie has a unique sliding scale that does the work for you, whether you're looking for something long term or something a bit more spontaneous. Chappie allows you to filter the app based on your mood so you can match with guys looking for the same experience as you and avoid that awkward first chat. All Chappie profiles are verified so you know exactly who you're connecting with and you can focus on having fun. Chappie has zero tolerance for spam and abuse, making it the most respect-led dating app out there. Download Chappie today and find your next gay relationship. Hi, welcome back. It's again and on gay. I'm Dan Hudson, he's James Barr. If you want to get in touch at any time, hit us up on the email us at gayandongay.com. Okay, I also met this guy in Miami who films himself having sex with people. And puts them on Twitter. In what capacity? What do you mean in what capacity? Uh, I mean... He what, what, films what, what, himself what? having sex with people, yeah. with guys, and he puts that on Twitter. He puts a video, what, he tweets the video? Yeah. With what text? Here I am fucking this other guy. Enjoy. I guess. Have you not looked at this guy's Twitter? No, I haven't. You don't want to see this. Just show me now. No, I'm not going to show you. Well, I do want to see it now. I'm not going to show you a man's penis going inside a man's arse. It's not that necessarily that I want to see, but I want to. I kind of want to see the setup. <laughs> God, okay. Not the right. pre-sex. I mean, the setup of what the page looks what like. What do you want to see? Just can't I just look at it? Why can't I just... you really want? Okay, fine. Here you go. Describe. No, what that's not what I want to see. What, what do you want to see? Like the. the what are the, you now seeing? The, I'm trying not to look. <laughs> I want to see the <laughs> the threads. It, I honestly just can't believe that someone does this. 
He's got a lot of followers. Yeah, well, he told me that he'd had a 40% increase in followers since the death of Tumblr porn. <laughs> How funny is that? He had like an actual surge of, of followers after... I think you should stop looking at it. I hope you're on 3G. No, I'm not. Crap. Side eye. So the weirdest thing is I didn't know that he did that. and Until you saw yourself on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't know he did that. And then I was in the airport about to come home because we were staying in the same hotel. He came over and said hi. And I was like, hey. And then he told me everything. I don't know. It worried me a lot. It made me really sad. Let me... This is going to get dark. He's positive, And he told me that he is very open about that. And quite often, guys will say to him, breed me. What does that mean? In his circumstance, that means someone wants him to infect them. Am I supposed to know why anyone would do that? No, I don't think so. Why would anyone do that? I have no idea. But it really upset me. And I was trying not to look upset when I was talking to him about it. But, I mean, obviously, I was like, why would people want that? In what way was he... Was he- what he said, people often say to him, like, pause me up. And I guess that's a thing that happens. And, and he told me that he... He told me that someone he knew had gone around deliberately trying to get it. It alarmed me. And I thought maybe it's something we should discuss because I wonder if it's like a very similar thing to what happened to me where I almost had feelings like I deserved it. Yeah. Because I'd grown up with the fear of it so much. I wondered whether it had... The effect it had on me was that I was like, oh, I'm going to get it. I deserve it because that's what happens to gay people. That was kind of what my brain told me. Those are the feelings I had until I sort of caught that and tried to work through it. And I wonder if it's the same thing. In that some, It probably is for some people, I guess. And some people are like so full of shame they're kind of getting off on that but it's upsetting isn't it i don't know what to say to that i just wanted to share that with you because i was so shocked but then i also wasn't shocked and that made me really upset and i guess that's probably why i'm so angry about logan paul you can't just say oh i'm i'm gonna be gay for a month yeah you have no idea what that's like you have no idea of the complexity of issues that go on inside an lgbtq plus person's head and that's why I'm more annoyed by him yeah. than you are. And you're like, don't give it the airtime. And I'm going, well, yeah, he's, he's obviously awful. I don't want to give him airtime. But straight people must be stopped. <laughs> this needs to end. So do you think when you were having this, sorry, for want of a better term, meltdown that you were described in New York last year, yeah. that you would have potentially sought out this dude? No, I don't think my version of that is the same. I just wonder if it's similar. But no, I wouldn't have sought that out. And it wasn't like I was searching it out. I was just upset that I couldn't, again, make a relationship work. So instead, I sought something I knew I could do, which was have sex. And I decided to do that in a way that was harmful. But I definitely didn't want HIV. So I I do find that confusing that people, that gay people are doing that. Yeah, I I find this really uncomfortable. Why? I just find it really weird. Do you not? Yeah. I don't know where this conversation goes or what we do about it. <laughs> um, I guess just by saying it out loud, hopefully someone will hear this and go, I've been doing that, and then maybe stop and think about it. Or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they'll think I'm on a soapbox and <laughs> I should shut up. Because I think I've felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> wow, Really? Yeah. Why do you feel so uncomfortable? I don't know. That's so weird, isn't it? Just that that goes on. It's so sad that 
Sorry. I don't think I've ever seen you cry. If well, I wasn't was it, so drugged it, it up on antidepressants, I think I'd have probably been set off by that. It wasn't a full cry. Um, it wasn't a full cry. It was just a <laughs> tiny one. <laughs> I'm still a man. I, Dan, I, I don't know either. I mean, we're just sat here going around in circles. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so horrified, and I, I don't know either. But I do know one thing, and I know that we all need to look after each other way more, and we need to understand each other. I'm questioning the morality of this guy, whether people want it or not. I don't think this guy should be giving it to them. I think he stopped telling people online that he was HIV positive and then just told them in person so that he would stop attracting people that were looking for that. A gay and a non-gay. Why does it upset you so much? I don't know. That seems like an ignorant thing for me to ask you because I know why, but I kind of want you to say. Because I just had no idea that that happened. I don't know why anyone would want that. And just to think of all the people that died from HIV, a whole generation of people, they died and... You know, what, 20 years later, people, sorry to get all inheritance about it, but how would those people feel if they knew now that people were actively seeking out this virus? I think that's probably why it upsets me. I think it upsets me for a few reasons. One, because of that, because a lot of people died. We lost a lot of people um, and still do across the world. Yeah. And it's an insult to me. It feels like an insult to their legacy to seek it out. Also, it's something we need to get rid of as a society, and we need to get rid of that virus for everyone. That needs to be eradicated across the world. Um, So it doesn't seem wrong to be spreading it. Yeah. Deliberately so. Or to be seeking it out to continue its life. Well, I didn't read about this in The Velvet Rage. You didn't? No. I gave him my number after the flight. Um, in case we wanted to text him and ask him anything. And I'd asked him permission to talk about it without naming it, his account. Anyway, he wrote back saying, I've just found your Wikipedia page. No wonder you don't want to be in one of my videos. (laughs) I'm like, that's not the reason why. I still can't believe you cried. I've never made you cry. I feel really bad. I don't think I did. Did I? You definitely cried. Did I? You had a tear in your eye. Did I? Well, that feels like a very dark episode. Well, it is January. <laughs> you never know what you get with this podcast. <laughs> like, as a listener, it could literally be one or the other. What? It's either like cooking with cakes that have got come in them or selling dirty underwear or it's like death, depression, suicide and HIV. There's no middle ground. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non-Gay at your fave pod app. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want any more information about any of the issues that we discussed in this week's episode, uh, look up the Terence Higgins Trust in the UK. They are THT.org.uk. The Terence Higgins Trust have loads of info on PrEP, HIV and sexual health advice. THT.org.uk. Plus, if you're interested in getting PrEP, you can buy it in the UK if it's not available on the NHS in your area at I Want Prep Now. Now.co.uk.